Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to John Dylan Online. I'm dressed for the occasion, and John Hastings, goddammit, he's where he's got his OnlyFans fan. Today we're talking about baby, it's cold outside. Whoa, put something in my drink or don't. This song's real fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to you Baby think It's, it's Cold Outside. Up. I mean, like it's like it's fucked up like any song from the twenties is fucked up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when people it's from are the like 40s. Say, okay. Yeah. Fred Lisser. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> yeah, it's a song yeah, from the yeah. 40s. Like, people are like, can you believe they said some fucked up shit in the 40s? I'm like, bro, have you listened to a song from the 80s? Yeah, they said some fucked up shit. Like, what are you talking about? It was the 40s. Like, in the 40s, if you were Irish, people attacked you in Chicago. Get them. <laughs> Get them, boys. Like, it's I honestly... Yeah, it's, I think that it doesn't glorify God enough, but sure, go, John. Yeah, you would feel that he's you're because I remember I looked over your notes for this and you just kept being like, When are they gonna praise him? They haven't praised him. When are they praising him? Baby, it's cold outside. God's love is everywhere. That's yeah, God's is. love is warm because what I think of heaven is hell. Wait, what? Who do you worship? I don't know. God is God has two horns and the hooves of a goat, right? That's God, right? I the baby it's cold outside thing to me means that like the best thing about this story is which we'll get into at the end is that they change some of the lyrics to try and make it more politically correct and it just ends up sounding so much rapier than the original so much worse yeah like it's (laughs) it really it reads like the like so basically the criticism of the song is twofold one is particularly the line is there something in my drink or something along the lines like basically and the argument against it would be like, yeah, they're getting boozed up, man. And then the time the lady would pretend to be delicate, like, oh, I've had a couple of Tom Collins's time to fuck. God can't see us when we're drunk. Yes. And then other it's, people. It's 1944. There's sorry to cut you off, but there's a, a article I read, which was like over half of people had said they had had premarital sex, but also more than half of people think that premarital sex is wrong so it's kind of yeah. like exactly what you're saying it's it's <laughs> the, they need to give themselves a reason yeah that's the whole thought behind the song is like they're gonna have sex but he needs to be he needs to be like super into it and she needs to be like well he was all over me also, like the thing is, yes, I just want to say this. Deniability. Go for it. Yeah, like the song, like yeah. Also, I'm not surprised that they found like fucked up shit in this song. Like the song is like the, the it's fucked up. Like the whole thing is it's fucked written, up. It's technically written during a world war. Yeah, like literally, it's like oh, all these bombs are dropping in front of this city. Yeah, I'll tell you who's gonna be dropping some bombs in your throat. My penis. Drink <laughs> up, bitch. Like it's also think, like oh. I don't think they did throat stuff. Oh, they did throat stuff. You think they did throat stuff back then? I gotta tell you, I think that they did throat stuff. I think they did butt stuff. I gotta tell you, I think that it was fucking nuts. Like, it's also like you read about Victorian shit. You read about the Romanovs in Russia where it was just like, like dirty, all lady orgies, like all sorts of nonsense went on, but it was just, it was delicate. Not everyone would put it on a little website we all know as OnlyFans, but <laughs> I'm more of an e porner guy. This is my, uh, I did a gig for e-porner and they gave me this jacket. <laughs> hey, we stole this jacket off to one of the guys that we tricked to be one of our videos. Do you want it? Do I want it? <laughs> hey, I'm sponsored by e-porner who have, <laughs> who, have, <laughs> who have multiple times. They do all associate with me, but I'm fucking a big e-porner guy. 
Yeah, welcome to John and Dylan Online. We are brought to you by ePointer, OnlyFans, <laughs> and of course, our very own Patreon. Join our Patreon, and you can listen to another episode where I talk about how I uh, did stand-up comedy for OnlyFans. And um, Dylan hard defends Joseph Mengele. I don't know if he'll post that episode, but you got to watch. There's a Joseph Mengele hard defense coming from Dylan. New show name, Dylan and John on ePointer. Not yeah. <laughs> I would watch We're it. On, I used to think... One of the craziest moments of my life was both telling uh, Brendan Burns that you posted your stand-up comedy on Pornhub and then watching Brendan Burns trying to figure out how to steal your idea without being accused of stealing your idea. And then he eventually just comes down to, I got to tell Dylan that that was a really funny idea. It was one of the craziest 45 minutes of my life watching a guy being like, that's so funny. And then just turning to me and going, I'm going to put all my stand-up comedy on Pornhub. And I'm like, you can't, that's, you just heard this and then got that idea from Dylan. That's taking Dylan's idea in the rapid time you've come to this realization. And then him realizing that and going, oh, I can't do that. And then he went, I'll put it on a gay poor website. And I was like, still though, I'm pretty aware that you, this is kind of ripping up <laughs> Dylan's idea. Cause you heard it specifically from him. And he went, all right, I'll just tell him that I thought it was really funny. I think about that all the time. It was so nuts. It was just what. You know, one of those things where it's like, if you read the transcript of it, you're like, this isn't that crazy, but you're there in the moment. And you're like, what, what the fuck, bros? Uh, Baby, it's cold outside was always controversial, not only for the fact that it's clearly about premarital sex, but also, and this is something that I thought of. And then it's, how is this a Christmas song, John? Okay. It that's doesn't a great praise point. him. Unless it's baby, it's cold outside, and it's Santa. It's like, why'd you break yeah. in my house? He's like, take this drink, baby. Yeah, that, the, uh, that's who I thought was breaking in the house. I thought it was Santa Claus, and they're like, why aren't you going? To... I thought the guy was trying to fuck Santa. He's like, I better go deliver these presents. The Santa... So, Nick, Nick, have another hot toddy. What are what's in this hot toddy? Whiskey and cum. You put cum in the hot toddy, Jerry? Yeah, 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 yeah bro. I want you to get used to the taste. You're going to be throating a lot of it later, Nick. Yeah, man, it's the 40s. We do throat stuff exclusively in this decade. Why are you <laughs> speaking in this manner? <laughs> also, it's yeah, the, what's in this drink now means roofie, but back then, which I mean, I don't think it needs to be explained back then, which I guess we're older, so it's like, yeah, it used to be like, did you put booze in this, Teehee? Not like... There's amphetamines in there. Let's go build a shed. Yeah. Here's the thing with nowadays is we've taken everything way too extremely. Like it's everything is to the fucking max. You're not drinking water. You've had eight sugar-free Red Bulls. You're not even smoking cigarettes now. We're just now putting nicotine strips in our mouth. But like, what the fuck are we doing? Like everyone's like, oh, we're so modern in society. Just walking. Around. I got eight strips of liquid nicotine dripping into my brain. All I do is think about work. All I do is hate my kids. <laughs> Productivity. Like, Jesus. Well, yeah. and also, like, I think the thing I thought was too far, John, was when there was weed cooking. The whole point of weed is to smoke it and then you eat. You don't eat and then you get hungry and you eat more. What are you trying to kill people now? Yeah. Also, I don't like the acceptability of weed in general. I just think oh, it's wow. like, I don't like as as my now dead friend, Paul Byrne would say it. They figured out another way to tax the poor being a weed dealer was a great way to get out of poverty you, as and this is a great point you work your way up sell some weed you buy a samurai sword you learn that that was a stupid idea so you sell more weed you buy a big tv and then you're like this is a good idea from that big tv you buy you get like a weird one bedroom apartment that a lot of people hang out at and you got a really nice sofa no other furniture from there you're like oh this is a bit shady you end up managing a cell phone store you 
Now middle income live in the suburbs. Now we've been robbed of that. That's true. Now they're just That's trapped true. managing a dispensary for the rest of their and lives. It was a lot of people the way they learned uh entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Our friend who we I told a story about <laughs> the story was, of course, on the Patreon feed that he passed a uh, drunk driving checkpoint and then clicked his heels like he was Peter Pan. Uh he said the only thing I've all the things I learned about business, I learned from being a weed dealer. And then uh, he used to sell coconut oil that I bought, and he sold me that coconut oil like it was illegal drugs. He was like, let's go in the alley. I said, we don't need to do that. This is legal. And he's like, all right. So, like He was like, you're fucking weird. Okay, I'll yeah. give you the cash and give you the coconut oil. Like, no one, no cop's going to be like, do you have a license to sell that coconut oil, you fuck? I mean, bear in mind, this guy for a summer, just because he needed cash, was a house painter. And by that, I mean, he had a ladder and he essentially committed mm-hmm. fraud on a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So anyway, yeah, uh, we I mean, you're, you're right. You're totally right. Getting everything to be taxed is a lot more. But it's like it's it's an interesting thing. It's like around this time when this song was made, people would make their own booze. And now if you'd make your own booze, you're insane. And no, you're not. What are you fucking talking about? You be, then uh, you, like that. First of all, you and I have very different dudes who move to the suburbs because fuck me is Los Angeles. If you live in fucking La Cañada or fucking stupid South Pasadena, you're making fucking people are back to making beer in their house again. And you can all eat me. They're making beer. They're making wine. Just tell me that there's no more love in your marriage. Like that. that's just so much easier than, oh, do you want to try some, Ron's brew? No, I do not. I would rather let's let's leave it to the professionals, please. What? Someone makes their own beer in their house. So you think they're not in love anymore? Yes. I hundred percent. And then that tracks. You, and next time someone goes like, hey, here's my homebrew. Go like, you don't love her, do you? Say that immediately, please. I do. I will. And I do. I, am I wrong? You know, people that make beer in their uh, in their uh, garage and you know that they're in a relationship. How would you describe that relationship? Here's the word that's not. I don't know anyone that does that. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I know people that, well, I know my father, so he grows his own weed. Yeah, grows his but own weed. But he doesn't do different. it like, it's funny, my brother-in-law would try and grow it, and he'd be like, this is this specific strain. No, it's, fuck off. It is rural, Afghani, Kush, hybrid, and all these words, and then my stepdad would be like, here's a garbage bag of stuff I grew in shit. Don't mm-hmm. know if it's human or animal, but there's so much Definitely. of it. Some of it's me. Some of, some of the other animals. <laughs> I didn't have enough <laughs> shit, so I ate a bunch of KFC. I got to tell you this about Dylan's stepdad. Maybe the best man ever and would never do a podcast, but good God, could I listen to a podcast with that guy? Turned a bathroom in their house into an outhouse just because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, what do you call it? He's like, if, if, uh, what's that guy from Parks and Rec? Nick Offerman's character was a real person. Right down yeah, he to, is, the, he's to real. the opinions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, what I really like is that he showed up at a taping and he and you were like, listen, he's going to want to yell out and make fun of me, but we have an agreement that it'll stop after the first joke. And literally Dylan's on stage <laughs> yeah. and he's literally like, you tell him Dylan, that's stupid. And then after the first joke, I see like your mom give him a little like, all right, that's enough. And then he literally just sat quietly, had a lovely time. And I was like. That's a dad right there. That's a fucking stepdad right there. Still needs to know the boundaries. Doesn't respect him, but he listens to him. You know what I mean? The best. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, people, this is the other thing is people, uh, people just yell shit at you. They don't do that anymore. They don't like, 
hyper agree with you. Like people, people in the crowd will go like, if you oh, just stand yeah. up and people will be like, that's how it is. And then comedians now will make fun of those people. It's like, no, that's your best audience. Member. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, listen, we're old funny duddies, but I have this occasionally. Where I'm just like, that's funny duddies. Just fucking. Um, I want to old funny duddies. We are old funny duddies. The amount Fuck, of times that's that good. Bo- that's good. The amount of times that both of us have been in stand-up comedy rooms recently, definitely in our own heads, just going, "This is not how you goddamn set a table, you young whippersnappers." Okay, bit your pants to be tighter. You need tighter pants. That's first of all, first all of you. Second thing, oh, get the women out of the show unless they're oh. scared. Why do they feel okay around us? <laughs> oh man, uh, man, what's so funny? I was thinking about this, which is if you Maybe explained- get inside, that's my song. I am um, in the car, <laughs> baby. It's cold outside because I'm throwing a bunch of snowballs at you. Get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold outside because I'm Gatorade dumping it on you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what is I'm? What is Gator? When you say I'm Gatorade, Gatorade like dumping, Gatorade. I understand that, that but it dumping also implies Gatorade that it's a them. container of something else that you're dumping on them, like Gatorade. Like that's true. Eh, Maybe I misspoke. Maybe I didn't. John, it'll be a mystery discussed till the end of time. Let's talk about Baby It's Cold Outside. It's written by the guy who composed Guys and Dolls for his wife to sing at a birthday party. They do. It's really good. Then he sells I mean, it. it's already nuts that this is his wife. That he's literally like, all right, we're singing a song about how you, we get drunk and we fucked before we got married. Wait, what? Yeah, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Sing the fucking song. It does make sense, though, because it is too flirty in 1944 to sing this with someone who is not your wife? You have to be I like, mean, this yeah, is how you, that's oh, true. Don't worry. I we mean, had premarital, we had premarital sex, which is the devil, but also we are married now. So this is fine. And please don't worry. Dean Martin and his, and his daughter have done a bunch of duets of this song. And the flirtiness oh, yeah. is the best in those ones. Oh God. Oh, God. Hey everyone. This is a song about fucking. I'll be singing it with my daughter. My wife <laughs> wanted me to sing this with me. I said, no, I said, no. It has to be with our daughter, goddamn. <laughs> no, no, not our daughter. This is a different. This is a married to a woman that's not her mom. That makes this whole thing much hotter. I mean, that's... better for singing. <laughs> <laughs> this song's called Yum Yum Time. Yeah. Good All right. So, hey, yummy and taste it. Go for it. Um, it's called The Wolf and the Mouse are the two singers. Uh, and it's a call and response style song. Uh, every line in the song features a statement from um uh, one of the two. In response, oh uh, no, from the guest in response to the host. Uh, the lyrics consist of the host trying to convince the guest that they should stay for a romantic evening of doing sex. Um, but the lady wants to um wants to leave, even though it's very cold outside. Uh, and she says he has friends and family where she needs to get going. And he's like, No, 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 it's cold there. And also my penis is warm. Well, the, it's it's all just like she's like, Maybe I'll have half a drink, and then he's like, Chug this and get in the room. It's like she gives an inch, he takes, he tries to take a uh, yard. Yeah, that's it's it. sort of that's the whole song. People decide. I mean, yeah, is it flirty? It, it's weird because it's like it flouts convention in multiple. It's this is almost an eighty. Next year it'll be eighty. It'll be eighty. What I do like is that it's controversial from the beginning. This I just read yeah. "Outrageous" by Cliff Nesteroff, which basically makes the point that culture wars and all this cancellation shit has been happening forever and it's either yeah. a version of people being held accountable for the fucked up content of their art or uh a really fucked up special interest group trying to exact revenge or usually two ways and this is kind of this is very much like these are fucked up lyrics and by the way well written 
because it has been controversial, as Dylan pointed out, for 80 years. And social conventions and mores have shifted greatly. And baby, it's cold outside, still offending people. That's something to be acknowledged. In the 40s, these people better not be fucking. In 2023, these people better not be fucking. Very different reasons why we don't want them to be fucking. But still, that's neat. That's impressive. Nothing is controversial for 80 years. 80 years ago, if someone was in blackface, they'd be like, oh, this is fucking entertainment. And if you see someone in blackface now, you're like, wow, this is a bunch of sketches from the 90s on the Howard Stern show, I guess. Well, this is uh, this is the other thing is that uh, baby's dating itself is like 20 years old when the song is like the idea we have That's of dating so funny. That's, is I would say not even I wouldn't even say 20 years old because the, dating, the modern concept, the concept of dating, of dating back the, then was slight was five years younger than new metal is now the idea of dating Dating. is my space dating is my space to when this song is written so like there's literally there's people like us that are like (laughs) Like, fuck you should have been here when we just started getting going with this sort of stuff you know what i mean there was like 20 of us on there one guy was famous it was what you're so right yeah because dating happens in the 20s it's bootleggers time there's flappers there's women with short hair and then people are like, yo, can we fuck these ladies that are wearing pants? And they're like, that's the whole point. And then the Great Depression comes because they all nutted in 29. And everyone was like, oh, we better go to sleep. They slept for too long. Stock market got out of control. Lesson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stock market got out of control. They're like, well, there's only one thing to do. We got to get some sort of deal going. And then FDR was like, I'll make you a new deal. And uh, America was saved. I think it'll be. Yeah. And I guess in what 20 more years at the hundredth anniversary of the song it'll be controversial because it'll no longer ever be cold yeah exactly they'll be like can you stop rubbing it in our face that as it turns <laughs> out maybe we should have done something about climate so change. hold up they had all these cars that sped up the world dying and then they wrote a fucking song about it where they bang wait wait wait, 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 wait. okay hang on let me just get this straight you wrote the song baby it's cold outside in 1944 20 years after that, the period of time in which dating was invented from the writing of that song, you had hard science confirming that pol- what pollution was doing to the earth, and you just ignored that because you guys made mercury and you wanted to keep putting mercury in the lake? Yeah, that's right. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear that song anymore, but you guys better keep your profits. And can I drink some of that mercury? Because you're making that seem like a good idea. Oh, yeah, here's some mercury, baby. It's going to be warm inside your body because it's going to be full of tumors. <laughs> um, so... In earnest, really, the Which controversy goes to jail. about that's good. Ernest goes outside. <laughs> um, hey, John, you know how off air you were saying that we think you think the phrase "no homo" should be in the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> well, instead of talking to me about that, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? <laughs> hey, John, can I tell you something? Yes. I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online patreon.com backslash john and dylan online there's all a bunch of different tiers there five dollar tier you get the episodes early and an extra episode and i assume at this point there's a ten dollar tier where you just get some of pubes in an envelope yeah if you fucking sign up for the fifteen dollar tier guess what you get nothing else different just give the pleasure of giving us more money How's actually that? you get none of the first two things yeah, that's actually true. To give, if you give us fifteen dollars, you do not get the bonus episode, and you do not get the episodes early. It really starts off in two thousand seven when Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr—like this—is all social media.
people I really, wanting I, to post constantly I, and then, I love how OG OG controversial it was. I like that it's 2007. You're telling me people were still using Facebook with their college and university emails and spouting off about baby it's cold outside. That's impressive for this controversy. This controversy is the Ric Flair of uh offensive Christmas songs. We've always known it's been a problem. It's been a problem for different reasons. It will not go away. You either just need to accept it or every year for a couple of times, you're pissed off. That's where we are with this thing. I'm going to say this right now. Vaporize hybrid marijuana in the morning. You make points that sound real good in your head. I don't know if I'm making any sense <laughs> externally, but I feel like I'm spout wisdom, baby. Fire, fire, fire. Also, I actually slept well for the first time in like months last night. Oh, there's, no, there's nothing better than getting a hot six hours where in the middle of it, you didn't wake up like this. You're a failure. <laughs> that's, that's what it's been for months <laughs> now. I just I just thought that when I woke up in the morning, so refreshing. That You went through 14 emotions in 25 seconds, John. I don't fuck around when it comes to performing for our podcast audience. You know what I'm saying? I am the Dean Martin of podcasters. I give a weird amount of energy at weird times. They'll remember me as a legend, even though no one can tell me anything that, that he did. Hey, I owned an entire Dean Martin album. It was great. He so did I actually sang De- standards and then did sketch comedy drunk. Oh, he to be drunk because they actually stopped drinking. Do you know that you know that have you ever looked at the Dean Martin patter from his Las Vegas show? It is the funniest fucking crazy shit. When he would get a heckler, he would just tell them to go to Frank Sinatra's show. You can heckle Frank. You can't heckle me. That's crazy. Uh, one time. Yeah, all the time. He like like like. <clears throat> there's a famous story of someone like screaming at Dean Martin because Dean Martin would get anti-Italian racism apparently, and he would just be like, "Go tell Frank that. Do you work for Frank?" Like his joke was always that the guy either worked for Frank or was a friend of Frank, something like that. Um, he also oh, one time uh, away. Yeah, he one time stopped a song just to talk to people about how all the lights look like trains coming to hit him. Like it's a, like he just is a nut. Like he was just Dylan. Imagine. Imagine just uh, imagine just a guy who's never been wrong. All right. It's the 30s. I want to be the most famous man in the world. I'm going to sell cigarettes in a nightclub until a man with a personality problem and physical comedy chops shows up. Oh, there he is. All right. Well, I'm just going to be the hot guy next to this asshole for 10 years. Oh, we're the most famous people in the world in the 50s. All right. Great. Well, I never need to do anything again. Who wants to smoke? Yeah, I really like how half-assed all those movies were. Like the original uh, oh. Ocean's Twelve is like the map. Ocean's Eleven. The map they draw the sorry Ocean's Eleven. The map they draw is literally a line, and then at the end is bank, and they're like, "We got, we got to rob that." Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but then obviously the new one is like they're all jacked and whatever. I'm like, you really In- how ha- like how people the half-assed way people capitalized off of their fame has changed so much. Oh my god, Robin in his hoods, the character is just named Dean Martin and he's a singer. Like, like he has no lines. He's just they're supposed to be in Sherwood Forest. He's in a full suit golfing. <laughs> so okay. Uh here's this is good. Here's what happens. Baby you're cold outside takes off. There's a blogs are written. People are upset. The Canadian government takes it off the air for a second. Then no, they don't. Do they really? I didn't see this. The, oh, the CBC, of course. Yeah, I was like yeah. the CBC took the it out. Canadian yeah, that's the Canadian government takes it off the air because someone, one person complains, and you know it's a government agency. Yeah, so they have so to they're do. They're not going to be like, no, we're taking a stand on this one. So it's like whatever. I always like when people get shitty with the BBC and the CBC. They're like these people always seem to listen to the government. It's like who do you think pays for a national broadcaster? They you fucking children. Yeah, what are you talking about? Also, it's like 
the fact that people would be upset by Baby It's Cold Outside, a song that guaranteed no one ever noticed on the radio Correct. ever. And also you're getting mad in 2019 when no one listens to the radio. Everything is on-demand entertainment now. And, if you don't want to hear it, if you want to hear it, press play. If you don't want to hear it, don't press play. Here's the other thing. If you really hate it and it's on your Christmas Spotify list, take it off the Christmas Spotify list. Because what's amazing about our society is there is instant capitalist reaction. If a bunch of people are like, get this fucking song off my Spotify playlist, Spotify buries it because keep them. We got to keep them. We got to keep them. We need to keep making $13 million a minute or whatever the fuck this statistic is at this point. So this is the thing that it's also by creating this whole controversial. What you do is you gin up unnecessary reactionary assholes who actually go, uh, the baby it's cold. So it's my favorite song, even though I live in a place where it's never cold. And, I and Christmas is a commercial holiday. Praise him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so yeah, fucking unnecessary. Him. Also, all Christmas songs are bad, except for jingle, jing, uh, jingle bell rocks. They're all shit. They all have horrific content. Every Christmas song is like Santa came and use the N word, even though we're not those people. Like, <laughs> yes, every Christmas song is every Christmas Santa song is horrific. The N word. Every Christmas song is fucking a nightmare. <laughs> you don't deserve love. You were bad because one time you thought of a lady's thigh. That's one. That's another one. That's a third. That's, that's a, the. I think Christmas for me, because I worked in an office for so long, is just triggering because it would be like the Eurythmics version of Winter Wonderland, which they decided oh. was a Christmas song, is Fuck. maybe worse. Maybe worse than the time I saw a cat get hit by a car. I'm like I'm like okay, it's dead, but. The Eurythmics just man, Annie Lennox fucking horrible. That I'm, I mean, that song makes me so angry to this day. It's a, <laughs> I I gotta tell you this. I love Annie Lennox, and that song is shit. Like she, uh, this is what I'm gonna say about it, the Eurythmics in general. You don't have to. I can Annie Lennox. I get why not liking her. I was just played too much when I was a kid, so I can't get it out of there. But I get it. It's like Kate Bush. Everyone, oh Kate Bush rules. Fuck you. Your parents just liked Kate Bush, and you were four. That's no one's like. Oh my god, I really like how a tonally weird her voice is like just shut up that song the tiktok thing oh uh, it was the big on the tiktok i don't know how that happened because i'm not I'm, young i'm and i'm happy that we don't know here's the new thing that i don't like is i don't like guys our age that are way too much into social media that is the new playing guitar at that a party is only, that is only no no it's not i thought it was only stand-up comedy yeah no 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 like there's people that are just that's their thing like they're they've just like I'm an accountant, but I've got 3,000 followers because I'm growing my personal brand. No, no. You don't live in California, a place that truly attracts bushbags. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you live in California, which is like about yeah, like, just being an influence. Like you, you live in Toronto, which is the California of Canada in terms of douchebag attraction, but that's nothing. You know what I mean? It's nothing. American douchebags. So um basically the controversy happens every year the song comes out is basically the situation they eventually shall we discuss the new version they record which is good god is don't do this don't re-record a new version what's the point it's so nakedly consumeristic and capitalist bull no it's actually consumers it's not capitalist at all it's just a consumer's bullshit of the go this is a way for us to get attention on our shitty ass fucking music. Fuck you, John Legend. Fuck you, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, eat my butt. John Legend, you're not a legend. The only legend is the legend killer, Randy Orton. And uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, fucking getting RKO'd. I fucking hate John Legend because I guarantee Gen John Legend, bad tipper. I guarantee it. There's something about the way that guy is too saccharine 
to have not given someone a hundred dollar bill, but it's actually just a fucking uh, business card for a church. You know what I'm saying? I like John Legend because he is the archetype of someone who I don't think is represented enough in society that is through his and Chrissy Teigen's uh, relationship, which is quiet husband, embarrassing wife. Oh, so good. Like a lot of when she was like on Twitter, like being funny. When Chrissy Teigen was funny yeah, on Twitter, this. and then yeah, and then it was like people looked back at a lot of the things she said, and it was like, oh, this shit's kind of fucked up. And now she is off Twitter. Um, do you remember when she was going at it with the QAnon people? That was I've never taken. I don't. I've never been, oh, it was very. I actually no, we don't drink blood. And it was just like Chrissy, what are you doing here, bud? Like, it's. I mean, I just googled it. That's fake. And you're like, no, no. What are you doing? You're. You've brought a butter knife to a bazooka fight, madam. The, you're Chrissy Teigen. You have something else to do today. They. This is them now. This is them. <laughs> this is what they... Well, this is the other thing is like... And we'll talk you're, about this in another episode, which is the era of Twitter and I guess with the internet now, which is you steal jokes and then you're funny because you're an... And then, and then when people are like, everything you do is stolen, they go, oh, I'm an aggregator. Or yeah. like I'm a whatever. I'm just fuck Jerry is the fuck Jerry and Fat Jewish are the two best yeah. examples of this, where they literally were just fucking Carlos Mencia level thieves, and then when they were accused, and also fuck Jerry got some pretty fantastic lawsuits because they were literally doing shit to like the Onion and Viacom websites, like they were literally like taking Tosh point content. So they got a fat ass lawsuit, and now they're like, no, we just aggregate content. And oh, by the way, we always would give credit when we could. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, when we could is yeah, wh- when we could is hilarious. Yeah, exactly. When you could find my ball sack, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just also no company makes me more enraged than millennial fraud because millennial fraud is done so granola, annoying patchouli oil. Like <laughs> the reason why we did that actually is because you're not vegan. And it's, shut up. <laughs> So here's uh so here's some of the lyrics. Uh I simply should go text me when you get home. Fuck, I just want no, to go to texting the good should stuff. not be in any song. I've covered this before. There should be no mention of texting or social media in any song. It sounds insane. DM me on yeah. Twitter. Find me on X so we can have some sex. Now I gotta tell you, I'm sad that Kiss is retired because they would have written that song. Find oh, me uh, on Maybe X. it's cold outside with the Kiss version. Baby, it's cold outside. I'm dragging you back inside. Yeah. Gene is going to eat your ass. <laughs> yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. I'll melt the snow with my fire breath. Weird than I'm. <laughs> you are that. drugged. I am not. Gene yeah. Simmons likes to take it. Yum, yum time. Yum, 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 yum. Ooh, you, ooh. Th- yum, yum. There is booze in your drink, and I am dead clean sober. That is a really problematic <laughs> dynamic that people never really considered at the time. I am totally aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally aware, and you're asleep. Fox Gene Simmons is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> on the run. Every rock star is a Jimmy Savile style monster. <laughs> yeah, but they fucking Jimmy did Savile didn't have any fucking bangers. Solos didn't have any solos. He didn't. Uh, they're basically the the one part that everyone highlights is, oh, what will my friends think if I think they should rejoice? 
if I have one more drink, it's your body and your choice. So that's what? that's the that's the part that gets highlighted. I gotta tell you, that sounds so much out scarier. Out of context, but it just sounds out of context. Go for it. But it doesn't sound like it's like we down for whatever. What it sounds like is the guys going, "I'm gonna wear your skin." Like that doesn't like it sounds. It's just the 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 rhythm of the way the lyric is written really conveys an unnerving tone. Do you know what I'm saying? I do think it's a good update in a really weird way. In that, go ahead. The, the 1944 version is old school male manipulative where it's like get in here get in here i got booze hey i'll pour you water that's scotch get in here that's the old school way and this is like john legend's like kind of gaslighting her you've nailed it yeah you're absolutely using the therapy language against her in a way to be like you know the most therapeutic thing honestly to be to to really get delve really into the problems you're having with your husband is to suck my dick behind this dumpster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that we need to acknowledge that your relationship with your dad was problematic and that's why you should toss my salad. No syrup, no sauce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, if we really want to take into the fact that we are on stolen indigenous land, have a three away <laughs> with me in this prostitute I've bought. Yeah. I think the thing that we all know is that trauma is inherited and you're going to inherit an ass fucking from a penis. <laughs> Let me pin you down. That was the original uh, version of Baby's Cool Lips. I mean, I'm going to say this. I've said it before and I'll say it again. All Christmas music is shit except for uh, Jingle Bell Rock and maybe uh, Run Rudolph Run. It's all bad. Don't listen to it. You don't need Christmas music. What are you, Mick Foley? What are you, the wrestler Mick Foley? A man that once you get to know him, just you're like, wow, you like egg sandwiches and Christmas music? What are you running from, bro? What are you running from? Christmas music. This is the first year I've enjoyed it because I have a young child. Yeah. Every other year it just meant, hey, hey, you know what? Feel free to wear an ugly Christmas sweater while you do these Excel sheets fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want to dress in a fun shirt? Like, it'll be a fun shirt, but then still high pressure situation. Like, I remember... I worked at a staffing company for caterers. So basically you'd have a bunch of independent contracting caterers and a lady came dressed as like in Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. And she worked in bookings and what, and she was just her, like she's very religious. So she wasn't swearing, but so in place of that, she would just do this like low grunt. And it was her just low grunting while people canceled on her for insane reasons. Like there's too many buses or whatever. And I was like, Oh, this looks like fun. Now you're dressed as Rudolph. Wearing under your breath, about to have a full stroke. That's good. I remember when you would get various comedians to work at that catering company, and no one worked more than one shift. Like it was always just a like. I hooked yeah, them up, of course not. And then a disaster occurred. <laughs> I like I make it very clear. Like, listen, you if you want someone to work now, I can I can supply now. <laughs> a day from now, I'm I'm saying ten percent, ninety percent. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, thing I will also say about Christmas is not drinking. That really calms Christmas down. Not drinking and not living in the UK because December in the UK was a fucking booze marathon. Holy uh, shit, baby. It's cold inside my liver because it's shut down. Oh, dude, the fucking uh, first and only time in my life I've had a gig called off like it was a fight was when we tried to do a Christmas show for teachers in England. And the longest anyone lasted was five minutes because all of the like tricks a comedian uses to calm a crowd down are kind of inherently like also things a teacher would do. And they would just keep on talking and was like, why is that? Why are any of us here? 
Oh Why is this happening? The show was like 30 minutes long. It's like nine comedians in 30 minutes. It was perfect. I um at Up the Creek, this is an old school Up the Creek Christmas show. Um, at the end of the first half, all of the ball bouncers stopped policing the room and just stood next to me because of how insane shit got in the first 10 minutes. I literally like it was a full there were four roofers on ecstasy and they had never taken ecstasy before totally unaware of what was going on but so quiet but you just get distracted because literally one of them would just be stood up staring at the wall like it was the crazy oh just every every night of december in england is fucking strap in to see some shit oh what's gonna happen tomorrow he's gonna fuck that christmas tree now now that he knows where it is (laughs) and now the christmas tree goes in the studio I remember I stayed up all, I was doing narcotics all night and, um, in a friend's house. And then his uh, girlfriend walked in and we were like, oh my God. I remember turning and going, oh, you're up early. And she went, it's 9 a.m. And then they opened the window and I had never wanted to be more at home in my life. I got into an Uber. This is such old school Uber days. I got into the Uber and I said, buddy, there's an extra 25 pounds cash if I'm home in the next 10 minutes. And that man sped through north london with a reckless abandon that i look back going not worth 25 pounds and let me tell you what happened when i got inside i turned to my flat man i went maybe it's cold outside so i'm inside and i'm sweating oh, wow yeah brought it home um definitely the first time i heard of this song was me and my friends making fun of it for how aggressive sexually it was um and first time i heard I hear the song it, yep you said let's do an episode about it. I've never heard. I didn't know any about really? any of this. Nothing. I don't. I fucking hate Christmas music. I don't care. Mariah Carey sucks. Or Carrie, she stinks. Mar- I remember Mar- you've got Mariah Carey's name wrong. Yeah, that's right. Martin Carey that's is that her fucking name? Fucking crazy. I, I hate one time her. You made me try and feel bad because I didn't know the Ramones weren't brothers, and you and you and you don't know Mariah Carey's name. Yeah. Jesus it's, fucking Christ, John. You should feel bad for thinking that the Ramones were brothers, and you should feel bad for knowing Mariah Carey's name. I just know her as Mimi. <laughs> um, Does so, anyone else remember the Mariah Carey movie? That was nuts. I got to tell you this about glitter? Mariah Carey. Glitter. Christmas music aside. do a whole Mariah Carey thing with one minute left on our... This is a preview. There is going to be some more Mariah... We're going to do some more Mariah Carey episodes because Mariah Carey low-key is exactly what you want from a fucking singer. You know what I mean? Just out of her fucking tree. Oh, yeah. She crazy demands. Out. Now she just kind of talks. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, just, John, plug our Dylan. next week. Next week's episode is going to be the Kramer losing his mind. Yeah. The um, what I the the moment Dylan got went stand-up comedies for me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We were That's talking how you about- do with a heckler. Yeah, exactly. Heckler defeated. We'll be talking about the uh, Kramer <laughs> incident at the Laugh Factory. Join our Patreon. Join us as friends. Is it cold where you are? Well, make a decision based on what you'd like to do. Rate and review and rate and review and review and rate. That'll help people find the show. Goodbye. Thank you. This song is awful. Fuck it. Fuck, baby. It's cold outside. Fuck song. All Christmas music is bad. This song is the worst. Dylan, suck me.